Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. Today, we don't have a special guest with us today. Austin and I are going to talk about life balance. We live in a very busy, fast-paced world, and today we're just going to share with you some of the ways that we balance our work and our life. We talk about time management. We talk about rest and Sabbath. We talk about spending time with our families and what that looks like. Well, thank you for joining us today. This week's session, I are doing our own podcast. We don't have any guests this week. We just decided we wanted to do one on our own because yeah. we're fun to talk to. We are fun to talk to. <laughs> we take laps every day at the church and we just solve all of the world's problems. Yes. And, and our conversations get pretty profound and they get pretty deep. Yeah. And so we thought that this would be a cool opportunity, you know, to do this in podcast form. Yes. And I wanted to, and you wanted to, talk about a, uh, a topic that is something that we all walk through. And I think that as I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, like as we look around the different people in our church or even people in our lives, it's a need. And so the topic we're talking about today is really this work-life balance mm-hmm. and creating some kind of balance in our lives. And I think this is a cool opportunity to talk because we're both in very different seasons of our lives. Yes. Um, I've got three babies at home, and so I don't sleep. I really know what balance is, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you have two girls that are in high school. Yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about where you're at in life, Sasha. Okay. All right. Well, it's funny that you say that because um, in our home, the tide has changed because I used to be the last one to go to bed. I would tuck my girls in. I would, you know, kiss them goodnight. We'd pray and I'd stay up for a little bit and, you know, have a little downtime. And I was always the last one to go to bed. And most nights now, I'm the first one to go to bed (laughs) in my house. And my girls come and tuck me in and we pray. So um, it's just, it's a different season. But yes, I have two girls. They are um, in high school, a junior and a freshman. And um, they live very busy lives. Um, You are busy in a different way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we are. Um, But I'm busy in a way that um, Kyra is um, a junior in high school. So she goes to high school in the morning, and then she attends Richland in the afternoon for the Tech Academy, studying early childhood education. And then she goes then to a job every day at a DPS school for their aftercare program. So she is busy five days a week doing that. And Lauren um, is a freshman, and she is just busy, period. She She is is me in personality form. She wants to be involved in everything and be with everyone and do everything. But she is actually a high school cheerleader. And so from summer through spring. <laughs> she has two weeks We off. <laughs> are constantly busy on the go. She's got practice two to three times a week. She's got games if she's not at practice. And so um, we've had to learn how to balance that. She doesn't drive yet. So it's been me that has had mm-hmm. to pick her up from practices, get her to games and all of that. But And I guess um, even as you're talking, this isn't really even just a work-life balance conversation. Yeah. This is a life <laughs> this balance. This is just life balance. Yes. Yeah. Because you've gone from like, that's the difference between our different kids, right? Yes. Ours are young and they're yes. not independent at no. all. No. They need us for <laughs> everything. Yes, they do. But yours don't. It's a different yes. kind of independence. It is. It's a totally different season. Um, I, I have loved every season of life with my girls and I, I just encourage everyone to soak up every season. Every season is different. Every season has its positives and its negatives. Like Austin said, he's not sleeping right now. That's a negative. Um, when your kids become teenagers, you, you know, you 
sleep, I sleep pretty well. But again, there are some nights I'm, you know, if my kids aren't home yet, or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that. But it's just a different season. And I, I'm going to be honest, I have loved the teenage season. You mm-hmm. know, most people say, oh, I don't want my kids to grow up and be teenagers. That's me. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Forget I probably it. thought that too when my girls were little. But I have to be honest, I am thoroughly enjoying the teenage season. It's fun because, you know, when they're little, you begin to see their personalities develop. You begin to see who they're becoming. And um, when they are teenagers, you're, you're, they're walking almost into adulthood. And so I'm seeing... You know, now I'm seeing what God has called them to do and what God has created them to do. And so, um, you know, there's times, trust me, that we have the attitudes in our home like everybody else. And we have the arguments in our home. Please don't ever think my home is perfect because it is 100% not. But um, for the most part, I am enjoying the teenage years and love watching my girls just try new things and do new things and discover new friendships and and who they are becoming in Christ. Right. And that's the whole basis of even what we're talking about is is all that takes time. Yes. Right. Oh my goodness. And that's the yes. thing is that like it can be so easy to just be carried away with how much time you're spending and everything else. And yes. then and then before you know it, you're out of balance. Like right. that's us right now in this season. Because we like right. I said, we've got three kids. We've got a, a five month old, we've got a two year old, and then we've got a four year old. Yeah. And all of them have my energy level too, which is exhausting. We thought we'd have one baby that would be really one hundred percent high for you guys. One hundred and ten percent. Our five month old is rolling over now every time you put him on his oh, back. Yeah, and yeah. So we we're always go go go. But even in that, like we're both involved in ministry. Yes. Right. Um. That adds a whole nother yes. level of of time commitment on it as well. And then we both work and and. It's just really easy to get to that place where you're like, where did all of my time go? Exactly. Like there are days where I go home and I it's like 930 and I'm laying in a bed and I'm like, what happened to my day? Today, yeah. And you're you're physically and mentally exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about balance because we were talking a little bit earlier and you are far better at this than I am. <laughs> my my natural default. And it's, you know, it's it's because of a lot of things, how I was raised. It's because of you know, my energy level. It's yeah. because I like to achieve and accomplish stuff. Um, I just find myself in this gas pedal place where I'm right. just go, 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 go. Yeah. And I haven't practiced rest very well, but you have. Yes. So tell us about how rest looks like in your life. How okay. do you how do you maintain that balance? Um, how do you manage time? Okay, that's great. Well, if you know Austin and I, we are both very high extroverts. We are people, people, like we love people. And um, the thing that I've noticed about myself over the last few years is that if I don't rest, I get grouchy and you don't want to be around me. And so I began to pray a couple years ago and just, you know, ask the Lord to help me find the time to rest because I could be the same way, Austin. I could go, 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 go until like physically I made myself ill because I went so much. But I have just really begun to establish some Sabbath in my life. One of the things that I love is, you know, like I said, if if I have a, I try to at least have one night a week where I don't have to do anything. And literally, I mean, I go home, I put my pajamas on, <laughs> I turn the TV on. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm watching it, right? but maybe background noise. And I just literally chill. 
you know, my kids come and go. Kyra drives. So, you know, they're in and out. They're at, you know, games and, you know, work and all that. But um, we don't work on Fridays. And so Friday has become my day where I try to Sabbath. Right now, that's different for me than you because right. you still have kids at home. Right, you don't. You I don't because they're gone. Yes, my kids are at school <laughs> on Fridays. I'm all day. I have the whole day to myself. And <laughs> wow, that would be nice. Yes, <laughs> it is nice. That's why I'm like, oh man, school ends in a month, and I'm not gonna have my Fridays. So just kick them out, make them go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> they can well, come to our house on Fridays, uh, oh. and Tay and I will leave for a uh, while. Oh, that, there you go. Oh, you man. can Sabbath away from home. Oh, I love this podcast. Okay, that's good. We might have something in the works there. <laughs> well, let me ask this, because that so that, that rest is really important for you then. It yes, like. it is very important. We're in a culture right now that I think would say, you know, you don't, you need to accomplish as much as you can in your life. Right. And so you need to spend your week in a way that that you do every single thing that you can. And so many people would hear you need to rest or hear the fact that you rest as as a weakness or right. as, as a mean, like that's wasted time, right? You're taking it a day to do nothing. Yeah. Do you feel like it pays off to have that rest time? Do you feel like it has made a difference? I know that you said you're not grouchy whenever you take your rest, which we all appreciate. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you feel like it's worth it, that rest? Yes, 100%. I. I would not be able to continue to operate at the level that the Lord asks me to operate at if I didn't rest. And so I I have found that I am a better mom. I am a better coworker. I am a better friend when I have rested. Why do you think that is? I just feel like it, you know, and and my rest and my Sabbath isn't necessarily I'm spending all day with the Lord. You know, I'm not right. spending all day reading my Bible. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I am a pastor, but I, do, I don't spend all day reading the Bible. What? I know. And that I'm might disappoint you. <laughs> but for me, it's just, you know, I do spend time with the Lord. I love to go out and walk around our neighborhood. I'll put my AirPods in. I'll turn some worship music on. And I'll just take a walk outside. You know, that is restful for me because it is it is intentionally spending some time with the Lord because I'm worshiping and I'm listening to him speak to me, but it's also, I'm taking care of myself. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's become evident to me over the last year that I need to physically take care of myself as well as spiritually and mentally take care of myself. And so I've been trying to do that as well. And I have just found I operate better in ministry, in motherhood, if I'm rested. So then it sounds like... You know, especially as we look at time management, because in that rest, you feel like you can accomplish more during the week, right? After oh, 100%. You've, after you've had that day of just yes. intentional rest. Um, let's talk about the Sabbath then, because I, I think I've walked through similar seasons. I'm not as disciplined at practicing Sabbath as you are, but let's talk about Sabbath. And and for those of you who don't know, the Sabbath is something that the Lord instituted um, whenever, you know, Moses and the Israelites were out wandering in, in, right. the, in the wilderness. And he said, six days you're going to work, but on the seventh day you're going to rest. And a lot of it was, you know, some of it was practical, where even as you look at studies now, you see that people who take a weekend and actually rest on that weekend are far more productive during the right. week. Yes. But it was also an opportunity to worship. And not in the sense where, like you said, you're not reading your Bible all day. Right. Yeah. You're not You're not going to <laughs> solace to sit on a mountain and pray for every, you know, every right. minute of the every day. Mi- you're not yeah. doing that. But you read about it in scripture and God says, I'm giving you the Sabbath so you can reflect on the fact that I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt and I brought you into freedom. So what does that mean for us today? That means that the Sabbath is an opportunity to rest from the work, right? Yes. To, to take a break, to come up for air in the middle of the week, but also to reflect on what the Lord's done. Yes. And I think that there's some 
really good things that happened there. Whenever you reflect on what the Lord is, has done in your life, whenever you reflect and look back and say, that was my Egypt and God pulled me out of that, whether it's like a bad relationship or whether it's depression or anxiety or addiction, if you can say, God brought me out of that Egypt and now I'm walking in freedom and mm. you do it consistently, mm-hmm. man, you have a perspective that's full of gratitude. Right. And think about how that impacts your whole week, right? As you would interact with other people, you're not operating from deficit right? bitterness. You're like, no, God has done so much in my life. But then there's a physical side of it too, which is something that I think we get the reflection part. It's good to Sabbath and good to reflect on what God's done. But I think the physical part becomes misunderstood a little bit because we hear rest and we think, I've got to do nothing. Right. Oh, yeah. So you've told us about your Sabbath a bit where you take it as an opportunity to you know, even if you're not watching TV, you're kind of just yeah, disengaging, right? Yes. Is there anything else you do on your Sabbath that you're like, if I do this, it's a good Sabbath? Yeah, I, okay, so I also um, am intentional about, you know, scheduling lunches with people on Fridays. Yeah, because you are all about people. I am, and and that's my day off. And so I love to meet with people and I love to have lunch with them and just talk about life with them. Yeah, To me, that's, some might think that's part of my work, but really for me, that's restful. Yeah. I, I mean, I loved people and I love to communicate with people. And so I do spend a lot of Fridays meeting with people. And, you know, sometimes it does become work related sure. because there's issues going on that, you know, come up and we have to discuss. But, um, but that's still part of who I am and that's still part of my rest. And that yeah. is that I love meeting with people and just doing life. Do your girls practice Sabbaths at all? Is that something you guys do as a family or is it something they kind of engage in? Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. They're not 100% sure. you know, into it. You know, you know, a lot of Friday nights we will be intentional about just staying at home. Um, Kyra is a great Sabbather because she... <laughs> Kyra likes she to be alone in her room. Loves rest to be alone in her room and listen to music or, you know, watch her something on her phone. So she's great at Sabbathing. But Lauren is usually like, Hey, can we go to the mall? Hey, can we do this? Hey, can we go here? Mm-hmm. And I'm I finally just said, No, we're at home tonight. Yeah. And I think though that brings up a cool topic because we Sabbath very differently. Yeah. You and I. Um and one of the things that we've talked about with Tay is that that rest we've talked about in our home, um, is that that rest doesn't mean inactivity, right? right. Because, because going you're out not going to be inactive with three kids. No, and plus, <laughs> whenever I'm inactive, like sitting down in one spot for a really long it time. It kills Austin. It kills I'm even right now, we're like, I don't even know, 15 minutes into this podcast and I've fidgeted with everything in my arm's reach. <laughs> this is a true story, Yeah, people. and so whenever I'm home and we're, we have, we've walked in seasons of Sabbath where we've done it well and we haven't done it well. Those seasons where we've done it re- well we have a prioritized just being together as a family right? where we don't watch TV like our, just in our house. We don't watch yeah. TV on the Sabbath because we want to, we want to engage with our kids exactly. because they're so young yes. and they're oh my very, goodness, yes. yes. So we engage them in that way. Um, we have like a really fun activity or something that we do as a family. Um, you know, we, uh, I think I read AJ Swoboda's book where it might be him or maybe someone else, but, um, he'll take like a spoonful of honey mm-hmm. and then he'll give it to his kids and that symbolizes the sweetness of the Sabbath. Right. And so we do that and our kids love honey. Yeah. Like they are all about it. So when we Sabbath and get honey, it's a good That's day That's awesome. Them. But then Tay and I as parents also want, because that can be depleting, right? It's in yep. the best way. But whenever you're pouring yourself into your kids, you can feel you, depleted. Sometimes. Oh yeah. And that Sabbath is supposed to be rest as well. So what we've really settled on is this, idea that rest is isn't something that means i have to sit down it's something that brings me life 
Right. Yeah. And for me, a lot of things I do that bring me life, like a lot of the resting things, are things that other people would be like, no, that's garbage. Yeah, like going to his wood shop. <laughs> yeah, like I'll go to the wood shop for a while and I'll just make some stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll go kayaking. I'll go on a hike. Um, I exercise. Like I'll go on a run every right. Friday. A lot of people hear that and they're like, that's not Sabbath. Right, if that's you not see rest. Me running, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tay likes to bake or Tay likes, she's a stay-at-home mom, so she yeah. doesn't get any alone time. So for her, if she just gets like an hour of alone yes. time, if she can take a walk or she can do a puzzle or she can read, she feels good. And after all of that, we feel rested. Yeah. And and you see that in scripture, this principle of needing to operate from rest, right? Working from rest. Right. And that's so countercultural. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we live in a society now where if you're not working 80 hours a week and, you know, going home, going to sleep and getting up and doing it again the next day, then you're lazy. Yeah. And there is that pressure. Yeah. But I think that... Even as you look, because we've worked in different seasons of hard hard times, right? We've right. Each, oh, yeah. Like, there have been times where I've worked, like, 55, 60 oh, yeah. hours a week. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and, yeah. Um, and it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Right? Yes. And, and especially if you're not taking rest. Like, have there been seasons where you haven't rested and you've been able to tell a difference? Oh, 100%. Like I said, I can tell by my attitude. Yeah. When That's I haven't gauge, rested yeah. well, then I'm, yeah, I said I'm grouchy. And I usually have to end up apologizing to my girls because I've probably snapped at them or, you know, done something that I shouldn't have. And so I 100% can tell when I haven't rested adequately. Yeah, same. I can tell, like, not when you. I <laughs> I would never be like, Sesh, are you sabotaging? Your <laughs> attitude is terrible today. I would never say that. What is going on? Um, I get the same way, though. I get grouchy. I yeah. get snippy. And a lot of times whenever I'm not resting and taking that intentional time with the Lord to reflect or that intentional time to just take a break and enjoy yes. life, because that's also what the Sabbath is about. That is really what it is. It's, it's, about, it's enjoying life. It's taking a break and yeah. saying nothing that I'm doing is is going to create a massive change in anything. Exactly. It's all the work of the Lord, so it's an opportunity for us to step back. But they're just come from that joy. And so if I'm not participating in that, I start to put way too much pressure on myself. Right. Where I'm like, no, this hinges on me being able to exactly. do it. And then that stretches you. And then if you do prolonged seasons of that, you're miserable. Right. And it should never be about us anyway. It should never be about us. I mean, us. really. <laughs> Absolutely. What are So Sabbath is obviously important. Yeah. Um, that's something that... I think we should all practice. You oh, see it in scripture. Yes. I think that it's something that is proven to, even from a secular standpoint, Yeah, breaks are proven and rest times are, are proven to increase productivity, increase yeah. happiness, increase overall well-being. Right. Um, are there any things during the week? Because, you know, you can't just be like all gas pedal during the week and then on Friday stop me like, okay, this is my Sabbath <laughs> and then boom, back to gas right. pedal. Do you do anything to protect that balance? Because if you're working like 14 hours a day, yeah, that's then you're not really yeah. There's not a lot of free time. Yeah. How do you have anything during the week that you do to to protect your time or or be intentional about making sure that you get done what you want to get done? Well, I I mean for me, I I start every morning before I get out of bed reading the Word of God. Like that is just how I focus my day, and I read my devotions. I read the Bible. I get you know I just get my mind set on what the day holds and. I'm a very scheduled and regimented person. And so in our home, you know, my girls always know what's taking place that day. You know, I'm just, this is what's happening today. I'll pick you up from school. I'll, you know, Kyrie, you have to be here, you know. 
Um, that's just who, that's my personality. Because I don't operate that way at all. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, "Hey, let's do this today." Oh, yeah, no, I can't do that. I, we're scheduled, and and that works in our home, though. Yeah, you know that doesn't work for everybody, and that's okay. You find what works for you. That works in our home. I just am the. It the just, you're just not the good, very good implementer of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you schedule and you plan. Yeah. Yes, and and just like I said, I do try to have. And it doesn't always different seasons, you know, during during cheer season, finding a night at home is hard, you know, but um, outside of those seasons, I do try to find a night during the week to be home. I think that's a good point, though, because I remember we've talked about all this like, yeah, on our laps every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you talking about that one day. And and one of the things I remember you talking about was that you felt guilty for like missing one of your girls' yes. cheerleading missing yes. one of Lauren's cheerleading things. Yeah. But I think though that people live that way as well. Where it's Agreed. like, no, I can't say no to hanging out with these people or right. I can't say no to these extra hours or I can't say no to these extra obligations or responsibilities. I think though we need to give ourselves permission to rest during the week. Yeah. I agree. And be okay with it. Yeah. I think so too. And I I am that way. Like Austin and I have talked about this. I I don't like to miss anything my kids do. I, I just don't. You know, they get one go around in this in this, and I don't want to say, oh, I missed that game. And but in talking, we have, you know, I've come to the realization that I do need to be at home. I don't need to make that two and a half hour drive to that game because by the time I get home, I will have completely depleted myself, and probably the next day. <laughs> Austin might say on laps, you are not in a good mood today. What's going I never on? I say that. I'm subtle. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and so I agree that we we do have to give ourselves permission to just say, it is okay to slow down. Yeah. Because, you know, you are going to enter a busy season soon. I mean, Daisy's already in preschool. Yep. You know, Ezra's getting ready to go to preschool. I mean, it's going to be, you're going to be in that season where, there's going to be something all the time yep. and you're going to have to learn that, you know, I've had to tell my kids no before. Right. No, we're not going to do that because I can't, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think though that parents and, and the adults in the house set the tone of, of 100%. Health yes. And, and happiness too. Yes. Like I would hundred percent agree with that. You saying no to something is saying yes to something else. Yes. And, so you, and you saying no to participating in something, like a random weeknight thing, you're saying yes to being able to rest at home. Yeah. And so you're making that decision for your kids too and yes. showing them what it means to walk in that. Yes. And a happy mom makes a happy home. That's true. And, or a happy dad makes to, a happy home. I that's mean, true. let's just be honest. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. We do set the tone in our home. And if I have been go, 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 and we have had seasons like that. Obviously, we work at church. There are mm. seasons where we are go, go, go. And, you know, when I get to the end of that, I'm like, whoa, I can't go anymore. Right. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. And I've, I've told my girls, like, this weekend, I'm doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm doing absolutely nothing. We, yeah. I've been fortunate because one of the things I struggle with and I've gotten better at it's saying no. Yes. Uh, saying no to things. But having Taylor able to do that for me, not tell other people no. Right. But she's she's like our calendar keeper. Yes. At home where she knows everything that's happening at what time of year. Like if I gave her a date today, she can go look at the calendar and be like, oh, yeah, we're yeah, resting we, that day. Don't, yeah. don't do <laughs> don't, anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, but having her able to do that has been tremendous for us because for us, 
she's real like her love language is quality time uh-huh. and so that happens when we rest together right and so for her it's a care that we give her and something that we help her walk through but in doing that it helps everyone yes and so we're able to rest but her saying no has been huge and that's good that. because she's realizing that she also can't work from a depleted system right you know and being a stay-at-home mom which i was one mm-hmm. um is hard because there's really no breaks like you live for nap time oh my god and then when your kids don't nap anymore you're like oh no what are we gonna do now so for her, she's she's realizing that um, she's learning to prioritize what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done. Or this can go on the back burner for a couple of days. Like, we don't have to right. take care of this right now. Right. You know, so we can rest. And-, and, and she's been the biggest proponent in our house of having at least one night. Like, we were having the conversation today because last night I came home from work a little bit late. Like, I got home at 530 or so and then... I had to go mow for a while. Like we have yeah. a bigger yard and so I had to mow for like two hours and then tonight I'm going to get home and then go to a visitation. And so this morning we were having this talk and she was like, tomorrow night's going to be our night where yes. we just do nothing. nothing. We're yeah. together as a family and we get to recharge. And that's been big. Yeah. We're also big into planners, especially me. Yes. Sesha, I have three planners that I work from at one time. <laughs> But it's been intentional, too, in that a lot of times whenever I'm planning stuff out, like if I write stuff, yes, I um, write in intentional rest times. That's good. Well, and I think for us, us, we are very similar. We are both, I'm a huge planner person, and we are note, we are list and note people. Oh, yeah. And so we have our notes in our lists for each day that we're knocking them off, we're checking them off. And um, for me, I wouldn't know where I was supposed to be if I didn't have a planner because I write my entire life down in it. So, um, but that helps keep me on track. Right. Because if I don't have it written down, I would forget or I would not show up somewhere or I wouldn't get done what needed to be done in that day. And so that comes back to being a scheduled and regimented person though. I mean, well, and I think it speaks to intentionality too though. Yeah. And, and that's something we can all do with because if we're not intentional about making time for rest or making time for the things that are priorities, then we're not going to do it. Yeah. And I, th- I think even having the prioritization talk in our homes too, what are our priorities as yes. a family or what are my priorities as a person? Yeah. And figuring out what our priorities are, we have to be intentional about, about gearing our life towards those things. Right. If it's important for us to have a work-life balance, we have to A, identify it. Yeah. And then we have to prioritize it. Exactly. And so that means taking the time to say no to things. That means taking the time to write out or even assign, this is going to be my day of rest. This is going to be my Sabbath. Or on this night, I'm not going to talk to anybody. (laughs) Yes. And then following through with it. Right. Yes. Following through with it. And I think that's what the whole balancing revolves around yeah living in balance requires intentionality I agree 100 percent. and we have to be intentional and we have to we have to not be hard on ourselves because sometimes yeah. we're gonna mess it up let's just be honest sometimes we're gonna say i intended to rest this week and i didn't mm-hmm. but then just go the next week and say yeah. okay lord i'm i'm gonna be intentional this week about about resting and and do it yeah you just got to do it. You just got to do it. <laughs> it's I just mean, that I easy. Mean, we figured it, it out. It really is. We just, see, we didn't even do laughs and we solved another life problem. Oh my gosh. <laughs> got to chalk up a point. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really do think though that many people have misprioritized life. I agree. I think that, and you know, I, again, I think it's a lot of it is fed by culture. A lot of it's fed by our family of origin. 
even even values that we have or goals that we have. Right. A lot of times people have goals of, you know, I'm going to make a ton of money so I can retire at 40. Right. Or I'm going to reach the top of the ladder. Or yes. I want to be somebody who's well-known and renowned. We're pursuing all of those things that are very work-based and pursuing mm. all of those things that are very much me pouring myself into it on a, on yeah. a consistent and, and unsustainable basis. Really, we have to be people who walk in balance and say, you know what? I need to walk in a healthy life. Right. Yes. I need to walk in joy. And that only happens whenever I can rest. Yeah. We just need to choose that stuff and be intentional about scheduling stuff around it. Yeah. And, you know, Austin, I've, I've seen a lot of marriages um, struggle in this area, especially, you know, marriages where children are involved and they will put their kids in three or four sports. Yeah. And they, they're, that is their every day and their every night. They're working, they're coming home, they're taking their kids to one, two, or three sports practices. And this is an everyday thing. And then they wonder why they're struggling in their marriage because right. they've spent no time. Right. And then they're struggling in their marriage and that spills over to their kids Kid, and then exactly. their kids start to struggle. Yeah. And then grades aren't good anymore exactly. or, or yeah. they're snippy and they're not getting along. Yes. It all feeds into itself. It does. I, I can even reflect, like there have been seasons in our life in our married life, Tay and I, um, where I haven't rested. Mm -hmm. And those were the hardest seasons. Yeah. Because one of the things I was brought up with was you need to work really hard all the time. time. Mm -hmm. And you need to make the most of every minute you're awake. Right. So there was a season where I was like waking up at 4.30 and I'd go to the wood shop for two hours before work. And then I'd go to work. And then I would stay after and work late. Right. And then I would come home and I would eat dinner, play with the kids for like a half hour, and then I'd go work in the yard or I would right. go for a run and go exercise. I wasn't working and rest at all. Exactly. And even as the leader of the house, too, right. I was in not resting. I was putting more work on my wife. And mm -hmm. then she was having to carry more weight. Yeah. And then she was miserable because she was exhausted. And then, and then the the, kids that was spilling over to the kids. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Operating in, in imbalance doesn't work. No. So let's just wrap it up. Give us like one, your, your most practical... This is how you walk in balance. What are what's something that somebody can do tomorrow to walk in balance in a better way, or mm -hmm. to begin to evaluate how to walk out their life? Okay, in, in healthy balance. I think for me, first of all, go to the Lord. Like mm -hmm. I think, just saying, Lord, my life is out of balance, and I don't even know how to begin to put my life in balance. And then just you know, ask the Lord to help you prioritize. Again, we talked about priorities. You know, what is the most important thing right now that I need to be focusing on? What areas do I need to be saying no to? <laughs> do my kids yeah. need to be in five sports? Probably not. You know, I think for me, it's just literally seeking the Lord and saying, God, you have designed us to live a life of balance. You've designed us for rest. I mean, it's obvious. It's in the Bible everywhere that we were designed for rest how can I begin to, to rest? How can I begin to Sabbath? And then just walk it out. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. What about you? I, I like time budgeting. And I think that it's something that a lot of people don't do or even understand. But I think in budgeting your time, you're being intentional about prioritization yeah. and then you're writing it out. That's good. So like, for example, you figure out what is most important to you and the things you have to do anyways. You've put like work in there and then you put like kids school in there and, mm -hmm. and all of that but then you begin to prioritize the most important parts of your of your life right if it's time together as a family you write that okay. in i want to do an hour of time with my family every day just intentional good quality time 
or maybe it's you want to rest for a half hour every night. Mm-hmm. I want to sit down and I want to read for a half hour. Yeah. You just budget those things like you would budget your finances. Yeah. Where you have a fixed amount and then you're kind of just divvying it up. But in budgeting that, at least for my wife and I, we've been able to prioritize the most important things. Right. And and for me, if I have something written down or if I can look at something like an accomplishment or if I can achieve something, that makes it really easy. And so it just lent itself naturally to us. If I can see that I have to, not have to, because have to is a strong word, but <laughs> <laughs> if I can see that what I need to do for that day is spend a lot of time with my family, then I can do that because right. it's written down and I'm a planner person. Yes. Um, it's written down. I can see the value of it because I recognize that spending time with my family is something that's healthy for me and for my family. And it's something that helps my kids grow up to be secure in their relationship with me and mm-hmm. even just feel better. Yeah. If I can see all of that, I can knock that out. No problem. Yeah. So for us, it's time budgeting. That's good. That's a great suggestion. Yeah. Never really thought of it that way. I think that sometimes we just forget that time is a gift. Yeah. You know, and and how well do we want to take care of that gift? Yeah. You know what blows my mind about time? And I read this, I think, in high school, and it's stuck with me ever since. And it, it messes me up a lot. Um, it, it had a list of, like, a bunch of famous people. It was, I think it was probably something I saw on Facebook. Right. But oh, everybody... Well, it's probably really it's good. probably super accurate. <laughs> um, it had a list of, like, all these people and their accomplishments, and then it said, they have the same 24 hours mm, a day that you have. That's right. We can reach this place where we almost take a victim mentality when right. it comes to our time. Like, I don't have time to do all this exactly. because I work so much. Or right. I don't have time to do this because my life is so busy. Right. We have the same amount of time. That's right. It's just how intentional we are in managing it well. Yeah. And I think if we can manage our time well, our life really becomes better. Yeah, I agree. That's great. Well, that was really good information today. We are so thankful that you guys joined us today. We pray that you will um, see that gift of time every day and use it wisely and, and pray about finding good times for rest because it's needed for all of us. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe to stay up to date on every new episode and announcement. If you have any questions, comments, or you want to suggest a new topic for future shows, please email us at reallife at visitlife.org.